Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. Is anyone else struggling with what to wear these days? I've been pretty frustrated with getting dressed over the last few months as I've navigated body changes, and some days I quite literally have no idea what to wear. Enter Armoire. Armoire allows you to rent high-quality designer clothing for every occasion. When I signed up, I took a style quiz, and based on my preferences, they offered suggestions that would best match my life. I've been renting clothes from Armoire for a while now, and the more I rent, the more on point the suggestions get. Plus, you send what you wear back, which is a great way to try new styles without waste. Armoire also has such a fantastic range of options. Whether you're planning an outfit for a date night, packing for a conference, or maybe a family event, or just need some updated options for everyday life, you'll be the best-dressed person in the room without ever having to find time for an exhausting shopping day. Right now, Didn't I Just Feed You listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash D-I-J-F-Y. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-I-J-F-Y to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. This episode is brought to you with support from Whole Foods. As a resident Greek girl, I am a sucker for Mediterranean flavors and want you to taste the Mediterranean too. Go to Whole Foods Market now and save on regionally inspired products through March 19th. Find sales on animal welfare certified meat, including boneless, skinless, air-chilled chicken breast, bone-in beef short ribs, ground lamb, and more. Save on whole bronzini and sustainable wild-caught sockeye salmon. And stock up on Mediterranean essentials like feta cheese crumbles, whole wheat pita pockets, and if you're over 21, Wines from Spain, Greece, and Italy. Grab your ingredients and experiment with family-friendly Mediterranean cuisine today. Think Greek-style ground lamb pitas, lemony oven roasted chicken, or bronzino, or instant pot short ribs braised in wine. All simple and delicious. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. Y'all, by now you know that we're huge fans of KiwiCo. And actually, it's not just us. Our kids are big fans too. And Yummy Crate, the latest KiwiCo subscription line, has only made them even more excited to tear into their monthly KiwiCo delivery. Even better than the kids being excited, Yummy Crate has gotten my daughter so excited about cooking that she's looking forward to helping prep school lunches and even help make dinner on some nights. That's amazing. And you know what, Megan? We have proof of that too. This summer on Instagram, we shared the burgers that she made with one of her recent Yummy Crates. And I say that counts as full-on dinner help. Plus, they looked delicious. They were, and the whole process was simple too. Each month, Yummy Crate delivers high-quality kitchen tools, three recipes, and two projects that teach kitchen skills and get kids cooking. Before each crate arrives, you also get a shopping list that includes alternative ingredients to accommodate different diets from vegetarian to vegan. Done and done. KiwiGo is designed to foster a love of science and cooking in kids ages 6 to 14 with recipes and activities that explore hands-on experimentation. And there it is, all really happening in your very own kitchen. And it can happen in yours too. Feed your kids curiosity this fall with hands-on kitchen experiments with Yummy Crate from KiwiCo. It's easy with no commitment. You can pause or cancel anytime. 
And didn't I just feed you listeners get 50% off their first month plus free shipping with the code D-I-J-F-Y at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com. Promo code D-I-J-F-Y, short for didn't I just feed you. A big heads up is that you pay more at Costco for the individually packaged snacks because they've got the larger packages of some of those products like kettle corn or harvest snacks in bulk packages that are less expensive per ounce, but you have to divvy them up yourself. So they're charging you a premium for those like convenience package snacks. And it comes back to this thing of you're either paying for the convenience or you're going to have to do a little bit of labor to save some money. Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You? A podcast about feeding kids. Hi, I'm Stacy, And I'm Megan. And I'm really excited for today's episode because we're talking about <laughs> snacks again. <Yay! laughs> We're always talking about snacks, snacks, and more snacks. But before we get into that, do you want more Stacey and Megan each week? Of course you do. You can get two bonus episodes from us each month for just 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Combined with our regular weekly episodes, our every other week, what we're cooking and eating now episodes, those bonus episodes mean that you'll get us in your earbuds eight times a month. Bonus episode content isn't published anywhere else and includes everything from bonus questions with guests to listener questions. We talk about body image, our favorite cookbooks, personal stuff, you know, like what annoys us in the kitchen or I don't know. We always use our moms as an example. (laughs) I'm trying to not to repeat myself, but that's like as personal as it gets. (laughs) Visit didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community to sign up. Okay, so Stacey, we have been talking, complaining about snacks individually and together and how hard it is to keep, uh, for me, snacks stocked that are exciting and not like boring snacks, as my daughter calls them, but also like how to make them more substantial enough for your hungry teens. So what is the snack situation in your house these days? Oh my God, it's like... I mean, I think the combination of food prices going up and convenience and then their appetite, like trying to triangulate those three factors was a major challenge this summer. So I ended up doing like I don't like when I'm upstate, I don't like my local grocery store. So (laughs) life feels a little different and less hectic. So I was going to the farm to get meat and that comes frozen so like I could stock up for a week or two then I was going to the farmer's market on the weekend or there was a like a corn farm stand that's open every day that's like nearly across the street and they have some like other like tomatoes and peaches a few other things and then I was filling in with some whole foods delivery which I'm able to get through Amazon that's the only food delivery option up here So when I needed delivery, it would come from Whole Foods, but I'm not going to buy my snacks. Like none of those places that I've mentioned are snack places. So then I would go to Walmart and I realized that this is not a strategy that I employ at home, but that it's actually a pretty smart one to get snacks from a more affordable place that has bigger bulk. I don't have the same 
kind of space in the city. But we do have Costco, which I still have yet to join. And it's not just snacks. It's also I've discovered that if I have flavored seltzer in the house, the boys will stay hydrated. If I don't, they literally don't drink. <laughs> not kidding. It's only funny because I relate to it deeply. I mean, like they literally won't drink. So I was indulging it. But then the next thing I realized, Mike was taking out the recycling and was like, this is this is a like we're criminals like this is criminal. How many cans? But then it gets fizzy. And like if we open it like they do drink through it, but it can get wait. I don't know. And then it's plastic and our cans more recyclable. Like there was this whole thing about and then there's also the cost because at first I was getting like LaCroix. And Mike was like, there's no, like, that's insane. We're not going to continue buying LaCroix. They literally drink five or six cans a day. Yeah. So you're talking like a hundred plus dollars a week. It's insane. Of, yes. Okay. Of just, just hydration. We're not even, they're not even getting full. Just hydration. So then I switched over to getting at Walmart, although I still don't feel like cans are a sustainable solution. So anyway, the point is, it's just been really hard to balance all these things with the kids home full time as they were in the summer. I think it's going to be a little different for me versus for you now that school's starting, because I feel like you're more responsible, like at the kid at the ages that your kids are at, you're still more responsible for their snacking. I have a little bit of a reprieve from the snacking insanity that I experienced the last few months because, you know, they're off at school and they're doing their own thing and they get pizza after school if there's practice. Like, I don't have to worry as much about being the provider or packing snacks. But it got us thinking about bulk snacks and how can we just like have a lot of heft for as little price point as possible. I think that a lot of the solutions that we tout, popcorn, make your own trail mix. These things are really hard sell to teenagers is what I learned. They're also labor. Yeah. Well, that okay. This is why, this is why it's a hard sell to teenagers because I'm not going <laughs> to freaking pop your popcorn for you like yes. you're 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 a man like you're on you're on the precipice of being a full-on man i'm not gonna pop your popcorn for you but guess what then he's not gonna pop popcorn no he's not he's gonna eat six bags of doritos instead but this is what happened to us one week this summer for whatever reason we were at target and i was like i'm gonna get all we need snacks at the house i'm gonna get all the snacks at target then the next day I went to the grocery store and didn't have to buy any snacks. And our grocery bill, which is pretty like average, was a full $125 less without any snacks. And Brian was like, and did you spend less than $125 at Target on the snacks? Do you know? Probably a little bit because I have like a Target red card. So I save 5%. And I think that in general their snack prices are a little bit lower than Publix, which is where I primarily Mm -hmm. grocery shop. I haven't compared them to Costco, which we are going to talk about because actually Costco pricing isn't necessarily better for convenience snacks. But that is part of it is that this summer we started buying more pre-portioned 
snacks because I wanted to create autonomy for my kids. I also was tired of being the snack. Yeah. Let's be honest. I wanted to be like, oh, you're hungry? Get yourself a snack. But then the thing that I found, even with my littler kids, is like, then they're grabbing a thing of pirate's booty, like individual thing of pirate's booty and a thing of gummy snacks and a thing of Cheez-Its and like eating through all the packaged snacks and the air quotes fun snacks. Yeah. As they call them. And then like by Wednesday or Thursday, they're like, oh, there's no good snacks left in the house and they don't want. To slice an apple or wait for popcorn to be popped or anything like that. You know that. what I so. have beef with this summer? Little bites. So I never. Little bites? <laughs> I never. Oh my I've God. I've never purchased little bites for my kids when they were little. And they like clearly, I mean, this is like a cautionary tale to those of you who are like so hardcore about I'm going to make it from scratch and I don't want packaged snacks. Like I get it. I was that mom. I think to a certain extent. But sometimes like you create a monster, right? So they clearly feel like everybody else had little bites and they didn't. And now they're obsessed with little bites. But one little package of little bites is not enough. So they like one snack time, one snack moment in one day, four bags of little bites are gone between the two of them. And what? There's six bags in a box. No, there's not even six. This is one of I have so much beef with. Yeah little bites i can't even tell you first of all <laughs> do it it's five it it's little five bags it's five bags in a box the box is huge in big numbers big lettering it says 20 and then little writing it explains to you that there's like four yes. muffins in five plastic packages in a ginormous box <laughs> that is going to take up room in your pantry it is the world's biggest ripoff. And all it is is mini muffins, blueberry or chocolate chip. And they're kind of moist and weird, to be quite honest with you. But the okay, kids, that's what I think my kids like. I know. I think they like that they're like super moist. <laughs> I have such a beef. With I will bites. tell you that one time I bought the little bites coffee cake bites. That was my jam. I was like, oh, I can get down with these. But I agree with you about the muffins. Such a ripoff. The moist thing is weird. (laughs) It's so weird. But I really do think that's what they like about it. I'm sorry. I got us so off track. No, can I take us off track even further? Yes, please. Because another day. (laughs) So Mike is really not down with this give them autonomy, give them access to whatever, like they have to manage themselves. He's like, I think that's BS. Like I want healthy foods in the house and like they're teenagers, they should go off. And And I think that I, in working through my own things about intuitive eating, like probably went extreme to another end where it was like, have all the things and you manage them. And he's like, Mike is like, our kids literally eat devil dogs all the time and don't eat anything healthy. (laughs) And like, I don't know how you are okay with this. So he went one day I had to send him to Walmart with Oliver and we had guests coming. So I was like, just get snacks, get a bunch of snacks because we're going to have a bunch of kids in the house. And he came back and one of the things he had was actually devil dogs. That was the first time that was when we like broke the devil dog seal. And I was like, Mike, you bought devil dogs. And he was like, I don't know. I just gave up. Like, I don't even understand what you do anymore or what you buy or why. (laughs) 
couldn't, I couldn't argue with them. So he bought devil dogs. Have you eaten a devil dog recently? No, I have not. Megan, it literally becomes dust in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <Something> very weird <laughs> happens. The minute that weird dusty cake hits saliva, there's some weird chemical reaction where it disintegrates into some mush that inevitably sticks to the roof of your mouth. Or you have yes. to, with your tongue, like scrape it off. You need like a Capri Sun yes. to get up in there. <laughs> it's like a power wash it's like when you power wash (laughs) your deck or something you have to power wash the devil dog off the roof of your mouth with the capri sun it was really intense and not what i remembered so i have beef with both drakes who made the makers of devil dogs because i feel like the formula was better when we were younger and with little mice Anywho, <laughs> anywho, that's funny that Mike's like, I don't even know what you do anymore yeah. because Brian's response to me being like, groceries were $125 less. And he's like, what did you do differently? I was like, I didn't buy any snacks at this grocery shop. He's like, okay, that's it. We're just popping popcorn and we're making peanut butter crackers, which is just like Ritz crackers yeah. with peanut butter smeared on them. And I was like, the whole point of us buying more snacks is like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be popping popcorn every afternoon or like making snack plates every afternoon so like what do we do are there two strategies here which is like what kind of savings can we create by like buying the big package of pirate's booty and then like repackaging them ourselves or my other like advice i feel like i give a lot which i don't know how much i follow my own advice is the idea of like partnering things so like if you're having a bag of Doritos, like the snack size bag of Doritos, you're also required to like eat a string cheese or like a piece of fruit with it so that it's like more filling and more substantial. Yeah. And I feel like that even might not be enough for your dudes. So, okay. I recently read this thing by a nutritionist that I really trust who I really, I personally believe is not diet culture focused. Like, and a a lot of dietitians say that these days, but then if you dig deeper into their content, you're like, "Mm, yes, kind of diety to me, but okay. (laughs) So, you know, she was like, I understand that a lot of people are saying intuitive eating, like give kids all the snacks. Her opinion is, Some kids really can't manage that very well. Like, it's just a personality thing. It's probably like a brain functioning thing. And that like the same way the common wisdom used to be kids will eat when they're hungry. And actually, we know that there are some kids, neurodiverse kids who will not eat when they're hungry. They actually need a little bit more intervention. So she was saying it's basically the same thing for snacks. Like some kids can't handle the like free for all. Here you go. And I think Oliver is one of those kids. Like he will eat sometimes, like he'll get sick and, or I can see that he's eating and I know he's not hungry or I suspect I shouldn't say, I know I shouldn't take that away from him, him being able to identify. But I've had these moments where I've been like, oh, you just ate. Like, are you still feeling hungry? And he's like, "Mm." like, I can tell by his answer. He's like, not really. Like he eats when he's bored. Listen, I can relate hard. So we ended up having a conversation with him and we were like, the snacking is out of control. It's hard to keep up. It's a lot of work for me and it costs a lot. 
And then also there's some food waste because I'm also buying fruit. Like this is the season. I'm buying fruit. I've been buying string cheese. You don't even go into the refrigerator. Right. So we need to just have a talk about it. I want you to make your own decisions. I'm not coming in to intervene and tell you what to do. I don't remember exactly our conversation because these are conversations that I muddle through. Like sometimes I have really good parenting clarity around food. It's a little bit trickier for me. So I don't always remember exactly what I said, but the upshot was I need you to really think about eating something from the fridge, (laughs) like fruit, vegetable, protein, or some dairy that has protein first and then go to it because I'm seeing that the end of some days you're stuffed and you haven't really even eaten anything that's nutritionally substantive. Yes. And like, that's hard. How are you going to keep your energy up? How are you going to like, you're growing, like you really need to be thinking about this as part of your overall thinking about food and how you intake food. It's not just all food joy. (laughs) You need some energy. You need to run on something. And, you know, Doritos isn't it. So I did go back to making one big fruit and vegetable platter when I was either preparing my own breakfast or if I was making lunch for them, which I really didn't do much this summer. They made their own lunches. But at some point when I was in the kitchen for myself, I would also just take out a big platter and put out a whole bunch of fruit and vegetables. It's something I did at the beginning of the pandemic when we were running into the same issues of like they're home all the time. I can't every snack moment or every lunch, I can't be preparing multiple times a day. And I would just leave it out on the table. Or if it was like out for a little while, I'd put it in the fridge and I'd announce that it's in the fridge. And it was fairly effective. You know, I'd even throw like some string cheeses on there, you know, still wrapped. Yeah. Some hummus, some crackers, some cherry tomatoes, peppers. I have eaten one of these snack platters at your house or cheese. I don't know. Is it a snack platter? Is it a veggie and fruit platter? And I remember even when we started, didn't I just feed you? We talked about that strategy a lot, specifically like and catching them when they're hungry, right? Yeah. And they come into the kitchen looking for the other snacks. It's already out. Or like after school, when they claim that they're starving while you're maybe air quotes, getting them other snacks, there's already like the fruit and veg thing to pull out. Um, I'm so glad you reminded me of that strategy because it, it is a really good one. It does seem to be working. And the other thing is I found that they were eating right. They were snacking right before dinner and then they weren't hungry. So I pulled it out again. And like in a couple of cases, I had to replenish a few things as I was prepping dinner. But I don't know, there was something about for me doing one big thing that I could pop in and out of the fridge through the day that felt like different than being responsible for prepping a snack twice a day and top of dinner on top of lunch. So that gets to the like, let's keep a little bit of balance going so it's not all of the quote-unquote fun snacks as your kids call them because that's honestly how my kids are thinking about it too by the way yeah it's also partnering which is what i'm saying yes yes totally you can have totally the bag of cheetos or the oreo cakesters and while you're eating that here's like cut up strawberries cut up cheese cut up cucumbers for you to snack on too Um, which is a strategy that has worked for us. I also stopped buying some of this stuff. I only thought of it. I got excited when you said Oreo Cakesters because we tried those this summer. By the way, those are delicious and those are what devil dogs should be and how I remembered them. 
But I bought them twice and I was like, no. Again, my beef is why are there five in the box? It's the weirdest number to me. I just felt like my kids were eating too much junk. And it for me, it was also like the cost thing. Yeah. It's also like a spoiling thing. I know it feels diet culture-y. I don't know. Maybe it is. It's hard to parse out all the details of it. But like, really? You need to have Cheetos and Cakesters and tortilla chips and cookies? Like, so that when you go to the cabinet, you have like, like you're in a freaking restaurant of snacks because like right now you're really in the mood for cakesters. <laughs> it's like, not even a restaurant. It's the mini bar of snacks. Yeah. A restaurant. There's probably more balance yes. than there is. Yes. You know, for me, I was thinking about it as like being free and like you make choices and you learn, but that's ridiculous. Like I'm spending a ton of money. Like this is just, you're just spoiled. You're snack spoiled. <laughs> Maybe this episode is now called How to Unsnack Spoil (laughs) Your Kids. How to Unsnack Spoil Your Kids. Before we get into the rest of this week's episode, let's take a quick break to hear from this week's sponsors. The number one thing we get asked about is healthy, hearty snack recommendations. In fact, the name of our show was inspired by our response to the constant snack requests. And judging from how parents react when they hear, didn't I just feed you? We are not alone. It seems all parents with kids across all ages find keeping up with snacking a major challenge. Not to mention our own snacking too. We busy parents also need snacks that can fuel us in the right way, which is why we couldn't be more excited to share our new sponsor, Sunny. You guys, they might be the holy grail of snacks. Sunny Snacks are 100% organic, pre-packaged snacks made with honest-to-goodness ingredients that are perfect grab-and-go sustenance for the whole family. Whether you're between meetings or picking the kids up at school, Sunny Snacks provide balanced nutrition to busy families on the go. They make a hummus dipper, pizza dipper, guac dipper, taco dipper, and granola bites with fresh blueberries. Think filling combinations of fresh dips, their delicious cassava, flaxseed crackers or bread dippers, and even cheese in some cases – all neatly packaged up and ready to eat. And we don't use the word fresh lightly. Sunny snack packs are made fresh weekly and shipped to your doorstep without any added preservatives, fillers, or gums. Sunny snacks are a lifesaver. And of course they are. They're the product of a mom-owned business dedicated to supporting busy families with on-the-go solutions they can feel great about. Job well done. Our kids are sold, even the teens, and we love them too. Yay! Learn more about Sunny and order the snack packs we're obsessed with at feelsunny.com. Use the exclusive code D-I-J-F-Y to get 20% off your first order. That's 20% off at feelsunnie.com code D-I-J-F-Y, short for didn't I just feed you. Hey friends, it's Stacy here with a quick message. If you've been listening for a while, you know that I love beauty hair and makeup. Growing up, my mom was a hairdresser and one of my favorite things was to visit her at the salon, watching all the people get pampered and beautified. It wasn't so much that folks weren't beautiful going in, but we all know that there's just something about how you feel when your hair looks fabulous. So it's a bummer when your hair starts thinning. I know this firsthand. Both my grandmother and my mom, the hairdresser, had thinning hair. I used to watch my mom secretly do all the things, from supplements to extensions, to help make her hair look more full. Little did I know that I'd be in the same boat one day. But there are two things that I've got that my mom didn't. Products made with a more advanced understanding of female hair thinning and an awareness that I am not alone. 
Naturally, over half of women will experience thinning hair in their lifetime. Listen, I know deeply how hard it can be to feel like you have thinning hair. I mean, have you seen my co-host's mane? But you don't have to suffer in silence. Let's talk about it. Your hair story could help another woman. So join the conversation at ShedTheSilence.com. That's ShedTheSilence.com. So I went back to some bulk granola. I actually started going to Trader Joe's a little bit more again. I kind of fell off. That doesn't really help on the cost front so much. No. I do feel like they have some good snacks that like strike the balance. Because I don't know. There was something about shopping for snacks at Walmart where like I went off the deep end too. Because I get excited about that. I'm like, ooh, cakesters. Ooh, little babies. Like I get into it. Buying two boxes. (laughs) You need 10 of them. (laughs) Yes. So like doing like a few things at Walmart, like tortilla chips, shore Doritos, like one salty, big salty thing, one big sweet thing, and then a trail mix from Trader Joe's. And for me, also going back to the freezer stuff, which is really easy at Trader Joe's so that like you want a little snack, think about it as a little meal, like go get the taquitos from Trader Joe's or the, you know, they have Jamaican style beef patties that Isaac likes. Go grab that stuff from the freezer. It's heftier. It has food joy. It's also has a little bit more substance to it than a bag of Doritos. You can make it easily yourself and it fills you up. Yes. I love that. I forgot about the freezer. A thing that bubbled up for me here. I say that a lot. I'm sorry. Bubbles. But bubbles we love up, bubbles. Man. Bubbles. I like your bubbling up better than my boys drinking hundreds of dollars <laughs> of bubbles. bubbles. <laughs> okay. We talked about in the episode where we talked about like how to get your kids to pack their own lunch. It's even come up like in our Instagram DMs about like kids making lunch requests, et cetera. It's like, this idea of a template, like, okay, you want to pack your own lunch or you want to get your own snack. Here is our template for what we think constitutes a packed lunch or a snack. That might be something to implement. Like if you have younger kids, like I do, I love, and their first thing is like to go to the pantry. Maybe they need a thing that's like, you can have one of these things and then you need to pair it with like one piece of one fruit or veggie and like one other thing from the fridge to make it a more balanced snack. And then I think we have to talk about Costco because I think people like what you're saying, trying to go to like Trader Joe's or go to Walmart and like have more bulk of snacks and make it more affordable is like what a lot of people think. But you know that my in real life BFF is a Costco expert. I mean, we made her, or Kitchen made her a Costco (laughs) expert. She really does love to shop at Costco. But so uh, I was like, what snacks do you buy at Costco? And she said, a big heads up is that you pay more at Costco for the individually packaged snacks because they've got the larger packages of some of those products like kettle corn or harvest snaps in bulk packages that are less expensive per ounce, but you have to divvy them up yourself. So they're charging you a premium for those like convenience package snacks. And it comes back to this thing of you're either paying for the convenience or you're going to have to do a little bit of labor to save some money. 
But Patty did also mention that she loves like all of their fruits and veggies. And sometimes they have like the pre-done veggie trays, like what you're talking about that yep. you assemble. You can buy at Costco with the dip and like you could buy one for the week and save yourself a little bit of labor there. I love that idea. It's super smart. It's all, all credit goes to Patty. And then she brought to my attention and we'll link to it, like her grocery list for back to school at Costco on Kitchen. But some of the things that are on there that I forget about buying the pantry snacks, I feel like are pretty easy. And I, it would be easy for me to be like, okay, we're no longer buying the like 40 pack of cheese chips combo thing. <laughs> and instead we're just going to get pretzels and tortilla chips and the rich crackers and like really pare down the pantry. But then I need more ideas for like the fresh things in the fridge besides like string cheese and yogurts. So one thing she recommended is like the prepackaged um, guacamole. That's really smart. If your kids love avocado, they love guacamole. They also have a really great price on those squeezed hoop yo yogurts. Here's another one where you're like paying for someone else's labor. And you can probably get these elsewhere besides Costco, but the like pinwheels of, of deli meat yep. and cheese. Totally. And like usually there's vegetables in there. You can buy those at Costco, but also I know our Publix grocery store carries them like in the deli section as well and this this bubbles up for me that i do think that like a lot of what we're trying to do cost aside for one second is redirect kids from going only to the pantry there isn't that much stuff that lives in the pantry that I feel super awesome about my kids eating without being paired with something else on a regular basis. Yes. Like over and over and over. It's really a matter of rerouting them to the fridge and the freezer for me. And often what they find in the fridge or the freezer costs more, but is also more filling and they don't yes. fly through it quite as much. So that's another like framework that you have to like a lens that you have to use when you're thinking about how this impacts your budget. They also eat less when they don't have those like fun snacks in the pantry. And for one of my kids, when he eats less, that bubbles up like feelings of concern for the other one that's a good thing. Like, it's fine because I know he yeah, is. Yeah, they're honoring their hunger more. Yes, totally. Yeah. Okay, so can we get back though? Like, I love that. Let's, we're, the template is redirecting them. We're stopping, we're not going to buy the prepackaged stuff as much. We're going to make sure there's lots of the boring snacks, but that can be partnered with other snacks from the fridge and freezer. But like, what else am I putting in my fridge and freezer? You mentioned a few things already. I do want to give a shout out to a snack that is more premium priced. Uh, full disclosure, they are a sponsor. Feel Sunny. It's S-U-N-N-I-E dot com. I love Feel Sunny because they're made fresh weekly and then you mail order it, it comes to your door. It's actually perishable, which I know is less convenient. But that means it also really tastes better. And they have like lunchable style snacks that I eat. Their hummus is delicious. And I also find that when I'm more mindful about having snacks in the fridge, I snack better too. So I would say a shout out to Feel Sunny. If Feel Sunny isn't right for you, I do think looking at Lunchables, if that's your speed, the individual guacamoles, the individual hummuses. 
Or, you know, individual portions actually don't work for my kids. They're too small. And then I just feel like it's wasteful. Like, so I just buy now like two big packages of hummus and they have to just put it on a plate. But it's the same old, same old nut butters, seed butters, fruits. Yeah. I'm so glad you said about like some of the pre-portioned stuff not being substantial enough. I will add that I have, Ella loves the Lunchable, the pizza Lunchable, which I don't understand because I don't think it's great. But like, she loves the sunny pizza dipper. So they're equivalent. And I feel a little bit better about the quality of sunny. So I'm just seconding what you already said about about that. But we're talking about money. We're talking about shifting money versus labor in some instances. And maybe the thing is that like you need more snack containers where once a week you like you maybe you can't afford the super premium already packaged but you could buy the good cooks half cup snack containers that we love so much in my house and like reuse those over and over again and instead of every day making snacks once a week you're packing up 10 of those and stacking them in the fridge that's another great use of your like time and resources in a different way and also you know when you have older kids having them help you do that. Partly it's just what's available to them. It's going back to this snack spoiling. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, why would they take the effort? Why would a 13 year old take the effort to spoon everything out and portion it out and take, you know, when they could just grab something that's so delicious, that's just sitting and waiting for them, making clear that what's available and that you're not going to replenish. Like if you bought a big bag of Doritos and it's gone day one. Oh, well, there are no more Doritos this week. Let's get together and make a couple of snack packs so that they're grab and go like before practice or like on your way to school or as soon as you get home and you have homework. Like, you know, when a kid comes home from school, it's a lot of work that they've been putting in. They don't want to make a prep a snack any more than we want to stop working or stop what we're doing and make a snack either, you know? I, there's something so funny for me when you're like, oh, dear, you ate the Doritos, SOL. I'm always the person who I'm like, I buy the sour cream and onion potato chips because I want to eat them. Yeah. And then they're gone before I get to them. Yes. That's uh, the worst. It's literally the worst ever. Yeah. I have to hide stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which then I feel really weird about, like weird food policey about and my kids always notice too which is the worst they're like well, I, I saw you come in I saw yeah. peeking out of the top of the reusable grocery bag there are sour cream and onion potato chips in this house if I like sniff them out yeah you're like because you eat them all before I get a chance to get them yes yes I don't know I think that's a legit move <laughs> okay that's what I want to know now from our listeners. Like, what, where are you? Where do you hide your snack? <laughs> I, I want to know too. So, something always gives. There's our labor. There's, I don't know, do you want to call it like nutrition? And then there's yeah. cost. And that there is a push and pull between these things. And I don't think that we have found the exact right balance when you're feeding kids. I think that it's a lot easier when you're feeding yourself because, you know, popping popcorn, cutting up some cucumbers, making it delicious, like taking chili crisp and stirring it into yogurt. You don't always have the time. I think time is another factor that like budget could be financial budget and time budget. 
But I do feel like you get some direct satisfaction. And generally speaking, grown up tastes are a little bit different. Yeah, we love cakesters too, but like I'd be pretty psyched with like a yogurt chili crisp dip and a whole bunch of veggies as my snack. But like my kids, not so much. No matter how delicious they think it is, they'd always rather a bag of Doritos. And that just isn't true for me. I wouldn't always rather that. So something has to give. And I don't think that it's easy to come up with a clear cut answer because I think what has to give depends on each family's values and priorities. Yes. I I think there's something here too where, and you said, you said this earlier, like about, you know, the snacks you feed for yourself and how you went, you've gone from one end of the spectrum to like, you were making mini muffins at home for your kids. So they never had the little bites to like, now you just have all the prepackaged foods, the devil dogs in the house. Like we can't discount for all the things that trip us up, whether it's like questions about budget or questions about like health and feeding. And like, even that you mentioned all the cans, like even the environment, we can't discount the fact that like some of what we're doing when we're raising our kids is a reaction to how we were raised and looking at it through that lens of like, I, you know, there were times in my life where we, there wasn't really enough food. And so if there was a thing of little Debbie's in the house, we had to go to town on it and reminding myself of that, if only to give myself credit for the fact that my kids have full, like they have autonomy. They, they're not growing up with the scarcity mindset. And even though we joke about like snack spoiling them, it is both a privilege and a luxury to be able to do that. And also to have the awareness to like bring it back in when we need to, too. Totally. I think that's a really great point. And I, I wonder, maybe we're getting too deep now. <laughs> you and I, I can, love it. I know you and I can go there. I don't know that everybody needs to or wants to go there with us. <laughs> but the fact that snacks is such a hot button for parents, meals too, but snacks, we, people write to us constantly about like snacks, snacks, snacks. If it's a direct result of exactly what you're saying, that snacks hit that thing where like, what is a snack supposed to be? When you're a parent, you want it to be nutritious because you want to feel like you're doing right by your kid. But like snacks is joy, like snacks is food joy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Snacks is like the good stuff. Like we joke about our kids calling it the fun snack, but I mean the fun foods. But like we feel that way too. Right. And we grew up in diet culture, but now everybody's aware of diet culture and talking about diet culture. Snacks also cost a lot. You know, it hits all these deep emotional issues in a way that I know other feeding other meals does too. But maybe there's something about snacks that's like a lightning rod for all this deep stuff around like diet culture and food joy and budget and money and like spoiling kids versus teaching kids like snacks really becomes this like hot button moment in the day for all of this stuff that is deep and interesting to think about and talk about like when it's you and me on a mic talking to all our friends out there listening but can feel like a lot and can feel a little like overwhelming when you're just in the thick of parenting through your day you know yeah so it's a good place to be to to do our favorite reminder which is like if you're listening to this and any of it 
feels like we're calling you out or what is the word? Like you feel attacked. I don't know. Uh, like we have the, any of it. It's all us too. We feel that way too. It's just like the reminder that however you're doing it, you're doing a great job that you're, you're like listening. You're such a good job. Yes. A better job than you think or that you can see. Yes. Even if it's Doritos, Cakesters and Little Bites 24 <laughs> <24/7. laughs> seven. I completely agree. And hopefully there's some practical ideas here too that you can like figure out, are you trying to save your time? Are you trying to save your money? Are you trying to shift the balance of what your kids are eating? There are some practical ideas here for you today. Yes. Uh, And if you hate all of our ideas, you know who's going to (laughs) have more and better ideas. We were completely unhelpful. (laughs) No. Uh, no, we're doing great. You're doing great. We got to remind ourselves. We're like, you're already doing so well. Okay. Our favorite place on the internet is our listeners community. And we hope that you've joined us there already. If not, join for free at didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community. Or if you want those bonus episodes, because you know you want to hear more from us, join our supporting community. You can also follow us on Instagram where we are at Didn't I Just Feed You. Keep in touch by signing up for our newsletter. A humongous thank you to our producer, Samantha Gatsik. I am Stacy. And I'm Megan. Stay sane and well fed until next week. Be sure to subscribe to Didn't I Just Feed You wherever you're listening. And don't forget to rate and review. 